administration set up concentration camps in Texas for migrants? The answer is yes, according to at least one expert. Andrea Pitzer, the author of One Long Night, A Global History of Concentration Camps. In one of her latest articles, Pitzer writes... Sorry about that content. Give me one second while I reload this. This is Democracy Now! I'm Amy Goodman with Nermeen Sheikh. Has the Trump administration set up concentration camps in Texas for migrants? The answer is yes, according to at least one expert. Andrea Pitzer, the author of One Long Night, A Global History of Concentration Camps. In one of her latest articles, Pitzer writes, quote, While writing a book on camp history, I defined concentration camps as the mass detention of civilians without trial, usually on the basis of race, religion, national origin, citizenship, or political party, rather than anything a given individual has done. By this definition, the new child camp established in Tornillo, Texas, is a concentration camp. Andrew Pitzer goes on to write, quote, 
While tragic, this is hardly surprising since the innovation of concentration camps rose in part out of the willingness to detain children. In another article, Andrea Pitzer looks at how Guantanamo started as a detention camp for immigrants. Andrea Pitzer joins us now from Washington, D.C. Andrea, welcome back to Democracy Now! So that is your latest headline for the Daily Beast. History lesson, Gitmo started as a detention camp for immigrants. Explain. Basically, in the early 1990s, there were waves, tens of thousands of people in all. This is uh, California's former governor, Jesse Ventura. 63 documents the government doesn't want you to read. Mind control. <laughs> um, I believe in many instances in this book, you can substitute the word Nazi and it works. There's behavior in this book that is as you'd expect it from the Nazis. But it isn't the Nazis, it's us. It's our country. Now, people say, what, you know, documents are secret. What right to who's got the damn cell phone? Shut that off. This is, cons consider this a green and a golf call. That's a hard line. Okay, I stand corrected. <laughs> anyway, um, these documents are appalling. And our behavior has been appalling in reading these documents of the things that my country has done. And yet, in most cases, no one has ever been prosecuted. No one has ever been tried for any of the stuff. Fauci, and Biden. That troubles me. Now, let me move forward quickly to uh, WikiLeaks for a moment, if I can. Mr. I think Gates. WikiLeaks is a hero because of the fact that... Uh, Jerry Epstein... Last year, in one year, our country declared top secret 16 million documents. 16 million documents that you and I. Or do you think they hit them out? The Vatican. In one year. I had to figure that must be just about everything they do. Just about. Maybe I don't know how many documents they would have. But. I find it interesting that when I was in the military as a Navy SEAL, I had a top secret security clearance. It was required. And I've been a mayor and I've been a governor. Now I'm neither. neither I'm a citizen. At what point do I lose my top secret security clearance? How am I any different today than I was before when it comes to security? And yet, because I become a civilian or a citizen, now I'm not allowed to know things that I could know as a governor, that I could know as a SEAL. Yet I'm the same person. But I guess being a civilian puts you at the bottom of the food chain or a citizen of knowledge. And I think it's wrong. Now, the thing that uh, you'll see in the book that I dedicated the book to Congressman Ron Paul. And I did that because he was the only person in our Congress when WikiLeaks happened that stepped out on the floor of Congress and gave what I thought one of the greatest speeches I had heard when he stated unequivocally that WikiLeaks has killed no one. How many people have been killed from the lies, the false intelligence and the deception we got to put us into the Iraq war? Also, the fact that um, I think what he said that was extremely important was um, that in a free country like ours,
when telling the truth, people accuse you of being a traitor or treason. When the truth equals treason in a free society, then we're hurting. When telling the truth means people accuse you of being a traitor, the truth is what it is. The truth is the truth. I, I, when I ran for governor, I never used a prepared speech for anything to win because I ran under the premise of if you tell the truth, you don't have to have a good memory. And that's true. I always remember I was in my first debate and I sat down and there were like seven candidates then and a, a black woman civilian was sitting to my left and they all walked in there carrying books, spin papers, all this stuff. They're all loaded down and I come in with nothing, sat down at the table and this woman had one of those legal pads, you know, with the yellow paper and a pen and she set it on the table and she slid it over to me. And I looked at her and I slid it back and she said, well, don't you think you'll need that? And that's what I told her. I said, ma'am, when you tell the truth, you don't have to have a good memory. And I'll never forget the smile she gave me. So the day after Christmas. Hmm. I have a couple of segments that are going to be coming out by midnight tonight. Um, one is a little disturbing. Here's going to be my favorite one, the undateable. Why would anybody want to date somebody like me? How I've scared everybody away from me. I will teach you how to scare people away. I will train you to not be one of the little puppet from the puppet masters. I know this shit is not going to make a bit of fucking sense to anyone. But for me, I am the undateable. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is going to ever want to date somebody like me. Stay tuned for the... Tales of the Undateable by Gypsy Moon. I know how this is going to sound. You may never understand me. You may never get me. But who are you? So nobody can accept me? Why should I? Why should I be accepted by anyone? Why should anybody ever want to date somebody who likes to do what I do? You know, I've spent so many times on this earth reinventing my life over and over and over and over and over and over again. This is the not the best that I've ever lived, but this is certainly the most peacefulest. That I have ever lived. I may not be the most attractive person that everybody wants to fuck. Or bang, make love, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Share body parts, fluids, whatever makes your pussy fucking feel great. <clears throat> I guess that doesn't make any difference to me. Since, you know, I haven't met anybody that knows how to treat the fucking pussy right. At all. Man or woman. You know. 
I guess you could say that I don't really surround myself with a lot of people. And that's another thing. I'm a loner. I, I don't follow people. I don't... I'm not into the whole matrix, get out of your fucking bullshit lies. And I'm not interested in, in telling fairy tales. I rather speak the truth and, and that creates a lot of conflict for me it does when I speak the truth it creates a lot of conflict so I too I choose and make the choice to stay silent for a lot of reasons and those reasons is people are very sensitive very very super sensitive nowadays hypersensitive you know I'm, I'm pretty harsh and very cynical with my words um, you know, I grew up not knowing what all of this is, attractiveness or being seductive. Um, I learned this through going into different places that significantly, um, was into the underground domination world. And what I mean by that is I got introduced into a different life that was very seductive. And it can be very manipulative. Some people find love through pain. So I guess I'm finding the love through this pain that I'm in. And this pain is for life now. One painful badass bitch. And when I say bitch... You can find the acronyms for that. Again, this may never make sense to the person that is listening to this. Because it's just my own thoughts, my own words coming out of my mouth. You know, but I'm still loving everybody that is liking, sharing, subscribing to this channel. Yes, my content is a little f a weird. But I chose this life. I chose the path of being alone because I always knew that I wasn't in with the cool kids and I wasn't the popular one. I was always in a different state of mind away from people. And no one found that really attractive because they always wanted the glamour, glamour, the glamour life, the glamour of... You know, having John Paul Gaultier and fucking Ralph, um, you know, Ralph Lauren and Louis Vuitton and, you know, other big name fashion statements. Go out and spend $1,500 for a fucking pair of pants, $5,000 for a pair of uh, socks or shoes or whatever the fuck else people buy it incredibly expensive taste I've seen it I've watched people put $5,000 clothes on and it makes them look like a millionaire but you could be the brokest motherfucker on the planet and still look good second reason that I'm not dating and will not date anybody for the remainder of my life is because no one have I ever met will accept anybody for who they truly are. Repeating this again, speaking this truth has set me free in a lot of ways. 
I will make myself so unattractive by words, gestures, creeping people out, being my own psychopathic, sociopath behavior. I know. I support a lot of of uh, human uh, advocacies, and I truly do. I truly am sticking by my word about who I am. Most advocates will not have relationships at all. Most advocates will not have relationships. They will not have friendships. They will keep people in distance because they are out doing what's right. And people are not attracted to that at all. You know, I, I had a lot of issues with me and I had to fix them. I don't want to be socially accepted by people. It's not important to me. A lot of these things that people really love, I'm not a fan of. Some people think think that, you know, it's so cool to, you know, do this, that, and the other. And, oh, you know, I've, I've grown my agency. I've grown this. I've grown that. I've, I've done this. I've done that. Good for you. This is what you were supposed to do. But... Am I going to really accept the fact that you do what you need to do for you? Because you are supposed to be put on this path journey for that. I grew up as knowing the fact that I'm a, I'm a survivalist. I, I'm a loner. I, people will not be attracted to a person like me because I don't have all the materialistic things that make people attractive. Plain out and simple. I ride a bus. I ride a bus to go from any transportation out of the country or out of the states. Plane, trains, and automobiles are at my feet. I don't need a fucking car. I don't need one. Those things I can get later on in life. Well, granted that this hasn't started yet, but when this does, it's going to be a massive awareness. A massive and be aware that when I do prepare, I prepare mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Because, yes, I have been in prison. I'm an ex-con. And ex-cons, I mean, for some people, it's unattractive. But I had to do what I had to go do to put money on the table and put a roof over my head. So all those people that, ju uh, that judge people, you can forget that. I will never be attracted to you. People that are attracted to so much of the, you know, I got, I got to, I got to do my hair every fucking hour of, uh, I'm, I'm not attracted to the beauty of, of putting on a thousand gallons of makeup and crystallizing your face and, you know, I'm the best person and this and that and the other and blah, blah, blah. I'm not interested in, 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 uh, you know, glamour. Those are for people that really have low self-esteem. Really do. If people cannot accept your true beauty and the truth that you speak, you're not attractive. I'm not trying to be attractive to people. I have people that from all walks of life 
young and old that <clears throat> I will never be attracted to. They cannot be attracted to me. I push them away and I will scare people. So be aware that I am the undateable and I will tell you more. Tales from the undateable. Stay tuned to my channel. And guess what? I'm not going to stop there. I will not stop there. My truth is to be heard. And I am very hopeful for this fucked up facade that we lived in. This is some bullshit, y'all. I don't get it. I mean, what the fuck is so much power and control? Power and control. That's all I hear is power, control, mind control. How this, how how all of this is dividing us, and how, yet it's bringing us together. I don't get it. Like you have a war. You have the invisible war of the attack of the fucking viruses. You have the war of the invisible virus, the attack on the, on the invisible viruses. And yet, we are still living in, in a day and age where it's cool to go buy a $750,000 fucking Maserati having a $1.8 fucking billion dollar house out in Beverly Hills or wherever the fuck you guys have homes at. 20 bathrooms, 20 bedrooms. What are you going to do? Shit in them and piss them and fucking them all day? I mean, what are, I mean, what is the whole point of having all that space when we should be preparing? Preparing for what's going to happen next. Preparing, preparing. And yes, a lot of those people don't have that mindset. I don't live like others. I will never live like others. I have been taught to survive. I have been taught to plan and prepare for war. I don't know shit about love. I don't know shit about none of that shit. None of it. Absolutely nothing. Love has been distorted for me. It's been confusing. It's been a it's been a a long journey to understand what the hell that is. But do you think I ever grew up that way? Fuck no. I grew up very rugged. And what I mean by rugged, I mean very rugged. And so I know shit about that, but I've seen it in front of my face. I've been to underground um, parties and, and uh, uh, invites to places that I'm not going to mention where they have sex parties, masquerade balls, people fucking for money. I mean, I, I've seen a lot of crazy shit in my days where people are getting, you know, tortured. And I mean, when I mean by tortured, uh, people allow this shit to happen. They allow shit like this to happen. So my version of love is not, it's not a romantic, seductive, uh, erotic thing. Um, even though that plays in my mind over and over and over again to meet the person that is very romantic, so to speak. And, you know, I hate to say this, but I met a person who, she's just as fucked up as I am. So screwed in the head. Very distorted, very, uh, very, very uh, musically inclined, if you will. And I met her and my life completely fucking changed. 
And I like to thank her every fucking single day because I will never understand what the hell she did. But it was, it was, uh, um, uh, it, and I'm sorry for the stammering, but it was different meeting her. It was so completely different that I, I wanted to continue that conversation of dead silence and the, the opening of the third eye. As you talk about, you talk about the third eye. Um, and one of your lyrics, but you continuously talk about the matrix. And so that's the deep intellectual sapiosexual that I'm looking for. Fuck the mind, you know, fuck the mind and so many mind games and mind control and this and that and the other. Come and speak your truth, lady. You know, come and speak that truth that you are desperately seeking, you know. I don't judge people. I've been a lot around. I've been around a lot of weirdos, a lot of them, and you know I can't. I cannot imagine your life, you know, being as as solitude as you are, and being the hermit and the hierophant. And you know, I admire your work quite a bit. I do. I've been trying to talk to you through different ways of getting a hold of you, but you just, I understand. And I don't judge you. I get it. I totally fucking get it. I totally get it. And you don't have to change for me at all. You can change your ways, maybe, and your mindset when approaching me because I won't tolerate any bullshit at all. Your little kid games and you living in the past, man, I tell you what, I lived that dream for so many years. I lived that shit for a nightmare. And I lived on nightmare. I lived in a nightmare for 25 fucking years. So when you talk about, you know, this and that and the other and how how this business, how your business is so ruthless, that cut your ass out. But this business that I conduct is speaking the truth. And that's all I seek is the truth. The truth about, you know, how love is really portrayed as a, is a form of suicide or is it because we're codependent? You know, love is, is like, it's like a drug. It's like the best feeling on the planet when you meet this person. It's like nothing in the world fucking exists except for this person. That's what I meant when I met you. You were like my drug, like an antidote, like a drug to my poisonous body, my poisonous venom. But all the world, I still love you because you brought out the best of me and you brought out the, the worst of me. And you did that from 2,000 miles away living in, I ain't going to say where you live at because I already know where you live at. Not your exact address, but I do know where you live at, hypothetically speaking. But you can find anybody, anybody, and I can tell you anywhere in the world that you can find somebody. It's really not that hard. You and everybody in the rest of the world is a target. So I like to think of that we can join alliances and not live this way. I, we can both learn a lot from each other. But anyways, how I'm undateable is uh, the way that I look. Okay, I am, I am not your fashionable model. 
I am not your attractive person. I'm a average Joe Blow. Okay. And when I say Joe Blow, I mean Jane Doe. I'm your average, you know, I, I work, I'm a chef. I've been a chef for 30 fucking years. Chef. And chefs are usually pretty damn hard on themselves. I have really me to offer. Me. I don't have riches. I don't have fame. I'm not interested in being overnight success in fucking Instagram bullshit world filled with lies and uh, self-falsifying prophecies of bullshit. We only know what we are attracted to. And I'm not attracted to people. You know, when I go out and I meet somebody... I usually get the end of their bullshit. And usually these people come to me fucked up. And they want me to fix them. You know, I always thought myself as a psychiatrist or a psychotherapist or um, some kind of uh, spiritual healer. Because I do normally get people that are fucked in the head. <clears throat> I cannot save people. They save themselves. I've been around a lot of suicidal patients, and I treat them all the same. <laughs> I talk to these people because, you know, it doesn't hurt to talk to somebody for five minutes. It doesn't hurt. You can change that person's life in five minutes. But you wouldn't know that, would you? Because nobody's really ever told you that they have changed your life. And I'm sure you get that from all your excessive fan base and emails and mails everywhere and whoever else really fucking is fascinated by you i'm sure you make people turn heads and me i scare the fuck away from people i stay fuck far away from people very far away i can't explain this any further that myself I look at people in a red flag. I see people as red flags. Everywhere. You. Everybody. And it's just not you. I know you have a lot of underlying borderline issues. That you are still working on. I have serious underlying boarding issues. And I work on those almost every day. Because I am nowhere near perfect. I'm not perfect like anybody else but I can say this is that I have a little bit of phobia towards people I have a little antisocial borderline personality is because I've been fucked every other way beyond the sun screwed over blued screwed blue tattooed and left almost for dead so you think that we both have trust issues we do I do. I know you do. Yes, and that's why I'm the undateable. It's because I can see through the lines of bullshit. I will never, ever, 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 ever look at another person like you again. And that's where it's actually it stopped. For wanting all of the things that have to do with romance, passion, love, romance, erotica, you know, seductive 
um, you know, having growing and loving friendship or having a love that is an actual true love that you would die for this person. That you would actually kill and love and die for this person. You would take a bullet and take care of her while she's sick. But you wouldn't know anything about that and neither would I. Yet, I still walk this path alone. My journey is going to take me somewhere else so much more beautiful. I may not be, you know, the, the person that you expected. But I'm not in qualifications for nobody. You can either accept me for who I am or fuck off. Bye. Bye, bitch. See you later. Have a nice day. I really don't need people in my life that are going to be that are that are negative. I'm not going to have anybody in my life. I will stay the fuck alone by myself forever. For the rest of my remaining of my years left on this planet. <laughs> and when I speak this truth, I'm telling you right now that I will come to you as a virgin. I will come to you as a virgin because you are, you're an angel to me. And I still smile every time I see your picture. I still smile a lot. I think of, damn, you know, this woman's got a warped ass mind. I love it. I love it. Your period songs are fucking amazing. I just truly, bluely just love the shit out of you. <laughs> Your, your sense of personality is, oh my gosh, I've never seen that. And, and any woman that I have ever met, I've met a lot of strange, interesting women as well. And, you know, hung out with them and fucked around with them and that's it. But, I mean, you didn't need to know that, but I told you anyways. So, as, as far as you thinking that I'm fucking with anybody else, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm a very loyal person. That's the problem where I have the biggest issue is cheating. I don't like cheaters. I've had a couple of ex-girlfriend bitches, whatever you want to call them. We'll just call, we'll just call them pass-alongs. Because they're just somebody that I met, fed them drugs, and fucked them and left them. I don't do that kind of work anymore. I don't, I'm not that kind of person anymore. I've, I've evolved myself out of that shit. Because that's how you meet a lot of women. It's through by what you have. You have something that they want and they want to get close to you so they can get it for free. Yes. And I said it right then and there. But I don't know. I mean, like, I know that you don't do that shit. <laughs> I know that you don't do drugs, and I know that you're, uh, so that's what you say. But I can tell from, from looking at your pictures, you have changed through stress and hormonal. And you, and when I, when I talk about you, I talk to you about you in the highest life. Because you and I would probably never get along. Who knows? I don't know. Hell. I haven't even had one conversation with you. It would be nice to have one conversation with you. To know the actual person behind you. You know, from what you per 
present and promote on your social media. The real deep you. That's what makes you attractive. You are very attractive to me for that reason. Not because you're worth whatever the fuck you're worth. And this and that and the other in your music. But it was the person that I met. And you will always live inside of me, honey. You. And I can never find another person like you. Ever. You are one in a billion, lady. One in a billion. I may not have everything that everybody else has. But I have three things that allow me to breathe. A heart, a brain, and a lung. And besides, those three things, if you can't find the value in that, you ain't shit to me, lady, at all. Yes, oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. I forgot feelings and emotions and how you affect people. Yes, and I said it, how you affect people. They can take your lyrics and it's changed people's lives because you speak directly to the places that hurt. The heart's still bleeding. The heart's still beating. The heart's still beating. The heart's still beating. It's beating. Shouldn't that be all that matters? Still like the fucking period song. You're awesome. Have a good day.